So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on Smerchandise. I am a green olive queen. Oh, my man, hunter. I'm a lover of weed. A wolverine, your ovary. I'll open your spleen. I love it. BPRD. There's no creepy and geek. I got a pool drawer at the comic book store. I got a discount. Wow. When I want Alan Moore. Or the Merc with the mouth. That's what I'm all about. More green. That's one thing. I'm going to blaze and geek out. Because I'm a fucking dork. I like bags and boards because I'm a fucking dork. I like bags and boards because I'm a fucking dork. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What? Yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Back to Morded. Live at Nerd Melt. I am joined as Court. Oh, as Court. I already want to slur the English language up because that's how I like to roll. To my left, Misty Dawn. Hello. Hello. To my right, Misty Dawn. Hello. What's up, Matt Cruz? What's up? My co-host on Smidnight. Yes, sir. Misty Dawn, my my uh, YouTube sidekick slash uh, maybe new co-host for Bag. Oh, fuck, maybe you're the new co-host for Bag and Boarded. Oh, wow, Letting good. you know right now. Let's welcome, man. Yeah, it's a scoop. There's that, <laughs> and then Matt Cruz has really extended testicles. Those are the two things you're gonna find out tonight on this show. Everybody, he knows. might show you after just for coming down and being good sports and everything. Uh, welcome to Bag and Boarded. We're here uh, doing our first live show at the wonderful Nerd Melt. Here at Meltdown mm-hmm. Comics on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Uh, first comic book store I ever came to when I went to LA. And the most awesome mm-hmm. one. What do you, you have no thoughts on that? Yes. That's your, that's your thoughts <laughs> on it. You wanted a Walking Dead comic, but you couldn't find it, so now you're all fucking bitter oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff. That's true. <laughs> Enough with you. Cruz, uh, you've yeah. been to Meltdown a bunch? Yeah, you've like been to a bunch of Nerd Melt shows too, right? I have. I come here very often. Yeah. Now, and you're, you're a, uh, a comedy theater connoisseur because we should tell people we first met. Yeah. At the Smod Castle, right? You were yeah. you were like a street urchin who just hung out in the window of podcasts, like yeah. begging for food and comedy, C- cigarettes, and cigarettes. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say that because your no. parents might be listening. Oh, you don't want them to know that about you. Yeah, no. uh, so you first met me at Smod Castle. You yeah. st- hung out at shows, and look at you now, dude. Look at me. We moved from a one empty theater to another empty theater. No, not empty at all. We should let people know at Nerd Melt. Uh, this place holds about. Let me get out the uh, Spyglass here and Gem Loop because I like to look through both. I'm going to say 1,200 people, and we're about, it's not sold out, because it's a Tuesday night, we're at about 850 strong, but of course, <laughs> yep, see, and we'll tell you why, that one guy is allowed to scream, because what we do at Bag and Board is, we like to tell 99% of the audience, you know what, shh, keep it quiet, we know you're laughing, we know you're loving it, just keep it inside, let the people at home decide when they want to laugh, we allow about, I don't know, usually eight or nine people to laugh, so if you hear only sporadic laughter... Just imagine thousands fucking loving it. Like, they're all having sex. Yeah. There's going to be bagged and boarded babies. <laughs> I'm going to be a godfather to yeah. a lot of little pod children. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, and they're all going to have golden voices. 
Um, so no, we're here. We're rocking it in Nerd Melt. I uh, I have a rich history and like every step in my life when I think I'm maturing yeah. or progressing, I wind up back in a fucking comic book store. Yeah. So I should probably just learn my lesson. I've worked in like maybe seven comic book stores. Holy shit! Sir. I've done podcasts in a few of them as yeah. well. Yeah. I should probably just move into one. <laughs> if there's a spare room in here, I don't take up much space and I'm pretty clean. Yeah. Very cute. Uh, you're from Kentucky, Misty. I am. Which is like another country. It is. Do they have comic book stores in Kentucky? Yeah. Actually, they are do. they awesome? Are they like? Uh, are they, do they have theaters in the back and maybe let Matt move in rooms uh, as well? No, there's little rooms you can use a quarter with. Uh, uh, you can what? No, <laughs> no, I was referring to adult. Oh, adult stores. comic book stores. Yeah, they have, have adult wow. only comic book stores. Uh, they have something like that. That would yeah. be really, really confusing for yeah, little kids. Yeah, they have wood paneling and stuff. It's actually downtown. That's kind oh. of not uh-huh. what you'd want in a sex shop. I feel like <laughs> it's like really like '80s decor, like wood paneling. You yeah, know what it's I mean? Pretty disgusting. But you don't no, want them to modernize it. I feel like there's actually there's only like one in my hometown now. We should talk. That's wow. a funny. That leads us into a funny story real quick. We went to Vegas uh for a week, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, and one night we were like, one night there's a there's an infamous uh. Swingers Club in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, the Green Door. The Green Door, and we were like, you know what? Let's go check it out. And like a yeah. platonic best buddies kind of way. Uh, so mm. we went to the Green Door, and a there was two people there. They were both like sixty-seven year old men. Two dudes, yeah. Because well, the thing is, you have to have uh, a girl to go in with you, or it's like twice as much. So I was like, I'm a girl. Let's go check this place out. I don't want twice as much. Yeah, yeah so I just want to look and be creepy. That worked and, uh, out. And there was only two out. dudes who were creepier than me there. And so then we could, left. If you could see me right now, the two dudes were sitting with their legs spread as far as humanly fucking possible, just grilling nobody because there was no one to grill. But and that, they don't have alcohol either. And there was no alcohol. None. But what, <laughs> like reminded, what reminded me of that was the wood paneling. For a sex club, this place looked like it was built and stopped being cared for in 1982. There was all like right. black, sexy black light paintings <laughs> and, and of neon, ladies yeah, and like neon yellow pieces of things yeah. on the wall. Wow, it made me want to get down with strangers. I'll tell you that. I was upset there wasn't. So we left uh, well, after no, they, about three minutes. They Ooh. did give us uh, a pass to come back. We have a comp to come back night. because we're very good looking. Yeah, we were walking out. And we're like we're an what asset a waste to that of money. Place. And uh, then they're okay. like, come back. And we're like, yeah. No. <laughs> so from swingers clubs to comic book shops. In only a week. Yeah. What a life we live. Two weeks. Wow. Two weeks. Cruz, uh, did you have any experience, uh, any exciting swingers club experiences? No, then? I didn't get to go. Someone didn't take me. I, yeah, that would have been <laughs> awkward. We're like, hey, we're here for a swingers club. This is all, this is our friend. He's here to document. He's a reporter for Vice magazine. I could have come in. Do you think I would have got half off? I th- yeah, at Maybe. least, dude, at least. A little bit. It's, um, it's like, uh, what's that, um, they have to hire, might, uh, yeah, yeah. Affirmative, a- affirmative action. Okay. Yeah. So they need at least one Mexican <laughs> yeah. fella in there at all times. Was there not a lot of color in there? There were two people in there and they were both old white dudes. Did you not just hear that when <laughs> oh, we that said that? Oh, that was the only two in there. Yeah, oh, no. Okay. And there were like 40 rooms. Everyone's like, check I just, out, check out the group. Cause the guy, yeah. when we bought the tickets, the dude's like, look, it's a little, sl- also, very creepy. It was 12.30 at night, too. Very creepy. 12.30 right. on Thursday. Imagine the yeah, dude yeah. who would be working the door at a sex club. It was this gentleman. Uh, he was like, it's a little slow right now, but uh, it'll, it'll pick up in a little bit. You guys, look, <laughs> we got we got group rooms. We got massage rooms. Check it out. Get mm. a drink. Have fun. Go to the bar. Come back. So it was like an empty Qzar. Does that make any sense? You guys ever play laser tag and there wasn't like, it wasn't a very busy game. Yeah. It was just like a little bit of dry smoke, lots of black light and shit. That's what the sex club Actually, was like. Actually, that's a perfect way to describe <laughs> we it. We should have fucking played laser tag there now that I think <laughs> about it. Cool. 
make lemons out of lemonade or laser tag out of sex clubs. We could even ask old creepy dudes to play. We would have had teams. They would have been also versus the creepy dudes. <laughs> I called it. And they're just standing one. behind corners, staring, forgetting to play. That's the problem with the creepy dudes. Every time they see a chair, they're just gonna sit down and spread eagle that shit. The problem with creepy dudes is that they're creepy. Just waiting. Ah, uh, you know what? I feel like there were a multitude of problems with those fellows, but mm. other than the creepiness, but we won't get into it. Um, so we're here. We're doing a live podcast mm-hmm. at Nerd Melt Fun yes. Times. Uh, and that's, that's basically about it. Cruz, do you have any, that's, that's the show, guys. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It was money well spent. Um, I'm gonna go buy drugs with it. So I hope you feel good about yourselves. No, uh, we're gonna switch things up a little bit tonight. We figured, you know what, let's, it's, it's, it's we wanna treat this like a living room. A living room with spotlights and microphones and random rows of full chair set up. Cause again, this place is at capacity. That looks about like your living room. The kind, this is kind yeah. of my living room. A lot more like Hellboy stuff, I feel like, on yeah, the wall. True. And a barking dog. But, uh, we wanted to run tonight like a panel show, just kind of like hang out, let's chat. And to help us out is a bagged and boarded regular. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Who can it be, Matt? Uh, President Obama. It's President Barack hey, Obama. Everybody. He's been on the show seven times. We helped him get elected. Me and Michelle, <laughs> uh, used to be in 4-H together. Like way back in the day, so like, uh, Malia's getting so old, you guys. She's a beautiful princess. No, uh, please welcome back to the show for I don't even know how many times, but we know and we love him, Mr. DC Pearson. Yeah. Let's switch it up a little bit. Yeah. He's giving him a hug. Uh oh. Cruz is letting out some latent hugging tendencies. What's up, dude? Where's, where's Matt going? Is he's he... going to get a cell phone or something. Oh, okay. He's coming back. I gotcha. You scared him away. I was, I'm not, I'm sad to see him go, but I'm happy because I was worried I was going to have to sit in the really tall chair with the really tall microphone and Cruz sort of likes that. over you guys. You know the guys who like self-flagellate themselves? Yeah, That's like, like guys that are in uh, Opus Op- Day. Cruz is an Opus Day guy, if you, mm-hmm. didn't, if you didn't know that about him. So he wants to sit in as uncomfortable a chair as possible. It keeps him on his game. He has a search. What side do you say that? Uh, a silch? Like the spike thing you wear in your underwear. That oh, I don't know. That's leg. weird, though. Cruz, what's that yeah. thing you wear in your underwear that digs into your leg? Okay, never mind. We'll I'm, in a, I'm in a, uh, a, a secret group called Opus Day, but we're just really into the, the character Opus from Bloom County. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> was, he, was he the possum? He was the penguin, I believe. Okay. Oh, that, I mean, that's the one to be into. Obviously. He was kind of the breakout character, I think, besides... That cat that always spit up fur balls. You can fight the possum lovers. That would be like a great religious feud. Mm-hmm. Like every good religion needs an enemy. There was a possum. Yeah, Which I feel one was like the possum? in Bloom County wasn't there. Okay. I feel like there were a bunch of animals. A Probably hedgehog, a duck. I'm gonna think mm-hmm. donkeys. Do- were there donkeys in yeah, a cruise? A couple. Or was that in the, in the Latino version? Did <laughs> <laughs> well, they not speak in Spanish in yours? In, in, in our Bloom <laughs> County. Was it not El Bloom Pais? Um, <laughs> was there ever a crossover with the talking cigarette from Doonesbury? Oh, I, think I wish. Is the real man. question. I never liked Doonesbury. Did you? No, because it, well, it was really hard to get. Because it was political. all like '80s political humor. Like it was like you would read it as a kid in like 1994, and you'd be like, "Ah, Calvin and Hobbes is sweet. Imagination yeah. is great." And then you would go down, and then Doonesbury would just be like a, a bomb that talked, and it would be like, "Oh, Ronald Reagan," and you'd be like, "I don't know what this." Well, means. there was a great sliding scale to the funniest too, because it started out, it was like you'd go far side Calvin and Hobbes, yeah. like it's not going to get better than this. No. Then you get to the weird ones like Mallard, Fillmore, Doonesbury. We didn't have Mallard, Fillmore. That oh, was we, not syndicated in. We Arizona. had Mallard, Fillmore, and then then they were slightly political, and you're like, I. I don't think I appreciate these, but I realize that there's something. And then they would make you love like Wizard of Id, like the bottom, the second tier shit. Yeah. Like without Mallard film or Wizard of Id ain't, ain't so Wizard great. of Id ain't shit. Yeah, but with it's it, the oh Wizard my of Id shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's um, that's right. And then at the bottom, they save like the Family Circus. Yeah. The 
the one with the guy and his kids and the dogs. There's a lot. Yeah, there's oh um uh, Foxtrot. Yeah, or oh, they made a cartoon. No, yeah. no, no, no. Uh, the one with like the friendly family. Yes, and they, it the just got canceled. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. what is it? Anyone? Anyone there? Any, anyone in this any pack house? Any fans? <laughs> No, no, fa- we no, already that said that. We, no, there's we another all know one. Jeffy. He loves Pisetti. And it's not Foxtrot. What is? We'll it? get there. One yeah, day. yeah, we'll get it. There's probably a collection of were it out you, in the store. Were you a big uh, uh, Sunday Funnies fan? No. no, no. Never read the newspaper comics at all. Uh, from Kentucky, we really have newspapers. Read- no, we really have reading. <laughs> <laughs> They're like they used to post one uh, Wizard of Aid comic on a bill on a bulletin board in the town square, and there would be a line two hours <laughs> deep. So if you didn't get there in the first hour, it would be spoiled by the people on their way out. <laughs> no, they had they had blogs in Kentucky. Kentucky had the first blogs. That that's, was, that's where the government <laughs> tested them, like on the population. Like DDT or something. It was something. like when McDonald's rolls out like the lobster roll. Yeah. No, they actually tested the McDiner. Did they? What's the McDiner? Yeah, we had the McDiner where they had like roast beef, mashed potatoes, everything. Was it amazing? Uh, no, I didn't eat there. I went with my mom. Uh, come on, you know. How I'm, could I'm you like, let that pass? I've chance. been like a hippie vegetarian since like 15. So but I it's a McDonald's. McDiner. That wouldn't make you question every decision no, you, you made in your it, life? You would set at your table and there was a phone on it and you'd pick it up and it would call the front counter and you would order that way. You would never even get up and they would bring the food to you. I'm not gonna, was it in a pre existing mcdonald's yeah you know wow. and then when it was done and they were done testing it it didn't work they just totally gutted it and made it back a normal mcdonald's <laughs> oh so the whole thing there wasn't like a normal mcdonald's with a mcdiner attached it was all it was completely transformed to a, a diner McDiner. i'm not gonna like lie oh my diner, God. Too. i am embarrassingly aware of this because i've seen that show on like top 10 fast food restaurants in the travel <laughs> channel 36 times there's also a ski through mcdonald's in norway yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. there's a lot of shit going on in other mcdonald's, there's 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 a McDonald's hotel what? Somewhere Where in is Scandi- that? Somewhere in Scandinavia. Is it authorized? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just- <laughs> okay, I was like, hey, McDonald's Hotel, come in. It's good. Fries. You love. You love. No, no, it's it's legit, man. <laughs> Golden arches and everything. Oh, that's awesome. You can get man. McDonald's. I was just talking about that the other day because I was in I was in Miami this weekend and we were talking about like when you go to those tourist trap places and uh, you guys probably experience this in Vegas too, where the the, the proprietors of businesses know they're never going to see you again, so it's all just about like getting you in the door. So just people are just like, ah, oh, come in. You're like, sit, sit, sit. It's good. And everything's like, <laughs> the most overblown, exaggerated. We experienced that. We went to a food court and Ooh. Misty went to go get some Greek food. Remember this? Oh. And it wasn't good, but the reason you ate there, cause you're like, I really love those columns. Oh, like yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on the fast food chain, they had like these Corinthian columns, and she was like, they, and they that had don't one that was like, dollar. they had like one that was like, uh, broken in half, and like on the counter. It was very, like half the counter space was all The fancy. set design was nice. Yeah. The food not so nice, no, but they terrible. hook you in. That said, Vegas is a weird town, man. Vegas is very strange. And we spent a week there, which is, I think, my longest stint. Oh, a week as an adult, yeah. Vegas. Like eight, how do you, how eight can days. you live? Eight days. I dude. think you. I thought. I think you. After like the fourth day, you just wake up on the border, right? Yeah, I would actually say this is like the <laughs> slowest trip to Vegas. Yeah, well, I've ever taken. we stayed at a friend's house for the majority of it, okay. so it wasn't. So you all got to return strict. to normalcy a yes, little bit. There were there were some dips back into normalcy. Nice. However, by like the eighth day, I, I don't think I ever wanted to see another fucking human being again or alcohol, which lasted for. <laughs> The drive home. So <laughs> it was it was a tough. Aren't drive you home. recently a relatively recent to alcohol? Drinker? Yeah, like, yeah. This is like pretty new for you. It's a second wave. You're a born again drinker. Isn't that weird, dude? Yeah, I, I drank from like maybe 15 to 23. Hmm. Okay, and then stopped for like four years for an arbitrary reason. Yeah, and that's why I started drinking again because one day my buddies were having a beer and I was like, that looks really good. Why don't I drink? Oh, because I'm a dick. I just picked. I was like, I want to. Now let it be said that Matt is not implying that everyone that doesn't drink for whatever reason they don't drink is a dick. Totally. Oh yeah, because I'm a dick. I didn't. But (laughs) you're a dick, Dad. Have a beer with me. (laughs) I got 20 years sober, but I don't want to be a dick. All right, here we go. (laughs) 
That's how it all starts, guys. The long and winding road. Um, no, I just realized like I, I didn't have a really good. It used to be like I first started to stop. I stopped drinking to lose weight. I used okay. to be a lot heavier, and then it just became like I don't drink. And then it was like I don't like people who drink. And then it was like maybe I don't like myself. I should fucking drink more. Mm. So that's, <laughs> that's I think where you described the whole arc of the straight edge movement. I feel yeah, like pretty much, pretty except much. I didn't get any fucking tattoos. Oh man, that's the that best X part. Tattoo yeah. or like. The sensor bar thing. There mm. were a lot of like, they were all geometrical shapes, the straight edge movement. Yeah, exactly. They were like, we don't want sex, we don't want drugs, and we don't want tattoos that aren't incredibly we don't boring. Want, we don't want fonts. We don't want <laughs> it's a fontless movement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good movement though. And dude, did you have that straight edge thing? Did you, you I know you did. You've talked oh, about yeah. it a bunch. My, my first boyfriend was like really straight edge and into like super hardcore music and whatnot. Mm. Cruz, are you aware of the straight edge yeah, movement? Yeah. I used to pretend, I used to go to concerts and like pretend to be straight edge and like See, to pick up girls. No, cause like people would come up and be like, hey, do you, you have not a cigarette? Pick up girls? Yeah. <laughs> Just like cause you don't want to get bothered for like cigarettes and shit. So you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change my entire lifestyle and project it to the world, so I don't get asked for the occasional cigarette. Did yeah. you smoke? No, now I do now. But back then, did you? No. So you, couldn't you have just been like, I don't. smoke? I just didn't want to deal with it. Instead of being like, of I don't you smoke. smoke. You don't want to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> See, here's what it comes down to, man. Um, where I'm from, I, either it was a generational thing or a very insular, like not on Long Island, but I mm. never experienced the straight edge thing ever. Mm. Oh, really? Like, I didn't... Jason Muse yeah. was the first person I ever met who, like, well, he had to explain to me what straight edge was. Yeah. I never... Because where I'm from, the opposite of straight edge is the de rigueur, if you will. Right. Which I will all the time. Uh, <laughs> lots of drugs and, like, yeah, as much sex and drugs as possible for high school kids. Well, you can still have sex and be straight edge, right? No. No? Uh, no, it depends on what kind. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Are it's, there, it's, it's a sliding like, scale, guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's, like, the hardcore straight edge people that are also vegan, you know? Right. It's like, like, okay, like I'm going to have three sodas, something. but that means I can't get a blowjob. <laughs> or I can have one blowjob and not drink those three sodas. There's kind of a scale, logic. like you get gold. What stars. kind of sodas are we talking? Because I almost like that. Man, has to be caffeine free. Yeah, that's okay, right. Okay, so fuck that. Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> We're talking a squirt. Three splits. <laughs> we are weirdly appropriate. Three squirts do not equal a blowjob in my book. Okay? <laughs> not in it's my. It's grapefruit book. flavored. All right, wait a minute. If they've got watermelon tangerine mix, I'm in. It's pretty delicious. That would be good, right? Watermelon tangerine mix. See. Just go off on this journey. I'm really for a thinking minute. about yeah. this. <laughs> I didn't think I would too. think this hard about it. That sounds it's doable. really good. I feel like we can attain this, guys. Like we've got the technology. Our phones can tell us where to bury bodies. Do you know Siri? If you ask her what the best place to bury a body, she gives you like local dumps and reservoirs. Really? Yeah. We live in that world now. We can definitely do watermelon tangerine in one glass. You're like Siri, call me murder god. <laughs> <laughs> I love Little Siri. Apple commercial reference for you guys. I don't know if yeah. you guys enjoy <laughs> Apple commercials the way I do. Jeff Goldblum, I have a tattoo of him on my back. But it's Jeff Goldblum from Buckaroo Band. Buckaroo Band. Yeah, Buckaroo Band. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh exactly. Gosh. Bring it back it's to Earth melons. Girls are easy. Uh, yeah. I like that movie. I don't like Buckaroo Banzai. No. Why? Why do you? Why do you have so against Buckaroo Banzai? You're definitely in the wrong fucking room. I think for so. This and no one. Sentiment. Every time I say that, people look at me like I just killed a puppy or something. But I couldn't stand. Well, you don't it. know the story with Buckaroo Banzai. They, it was this weird campaign. They were like, "America, go see this movie. We'll kill a puppy." <laughs> so like, tons of animals died. So every time you bring that up, it's a sore subject. It brings. Uh, it makes sense. You know sense. what I mean? It's, it's weird. It's like the whole. Nixon administration. I don't, I've seen it. I don't remember if I like it because when I saw it, I was very, very drunk. So I don't remember. I liked like it then. I saw it at the New Beverly last year for the first time and it was the most I'd laughed in a movie theater in like years. Yeah. It was, it's a really weird fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know likes it. 
And all their puppies are still except alive. Except this one. See, exactly. Yeah. I have a, I have it a, makes sense. I never figured out what that correlation She's got was, a cat. So Who knows if she used to have a dog and it got killed at some point. Oh, so damn. let's not get into that. I still hate Buckaroo Banzai. Um, what, <laughs> what other geek stuff are we do? Have you been watching Walking Dead, dude? I have not. Are you not a zombie guy? I have never seen Walking Dead. Oh, before. shit. Wow. I just, it started and I meant to watch it because I had read, me and Misty were talking about before the show, I had read up through, I think like the 10th trade and so you uh, got pretty, I got pretty invested, deep into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then when the sh- and I was excited when the show was coming out, and then like it started, and then I just didn't watch it, and I kept being like, I'm gonna catch up. And now like I got the DVDs for Christmas, and I still haven't like caught up because people like the buzz on the second season has been very bad. I it's, felt like. It was lackluster to start. The last three episodes have been fucking awesome. Oh, I think. So okay. Just watch those three. But okay. What I love about it, is <laughs> I won't know any of the characters. I, I just love the zombification of America in general, though, because it's all and it's, yeah, it's with everything. Dude. We should start a straight edge band. You're right. Called Zombification <laughs> yeah. of America. Yeah, yeah. That, feels, that feels very right. like it feels like a rancid album. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah. uh, it's just the fact that like when we were kids, like werewolves, aliens, zombies, all the shit mm-hmm. that every like little boys were into, everyone's sort of into now. Like that yeah. classic yeah. conversation of what would you do if the zombies attacked? Yeah. yeah. That only nerds had in the far corner of the cafeteria with no one else and tons of gummy worms. <laughs> I ate so many gummy worms. It's for just lunch one nerd talking school. to his gummy worms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the fact if that, I agree with you, I'll eat you. Yeah, how often that conversation is that? Like, like literally right now, we're so we're in nerd melt. There's there's zombies attack right now. We've got eight. How many people in this room? Twelve hundred. Let's pretend <laughs> that a lot of them aren't here, and there's only like fourteen okay. of us. Okay. How Let's pretend it, it's whittled down to the number of people that are actually in here right now. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you want to, if you want to be like that, yeah. which is honest. So, uh, what what's what's your first go to? All right. What what do we got weapon wise in here? We've got these microphone stands. We got a camera so we can make a found footage movie about it. <laughs> Which is <laughs> that'll be hot. <laughs> make it for five hundred thousand dollars and market want... it with twenty million dollars and be like, oh, it's organic. And then and I don't know. I got kind sequel. of a chip but on then my we shoulder. Wait, about that shit. Then we got to wait for the second apocalypse for the sequel, yes, though. So exactly. We're kind of limiting oh, ourselves. Okay, there. yeah, you're right. Unless we prequel it. Zombies do not go see movies in theaters. They just don't. <laughs> Unless it's a rom com. <laughs> they love. They love the vow. For whatever five reason. quadrants of five quadrant films. Yeah, exactly. The fifth one is yeah, zombies. The fifth one is zombies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Channing Tatum just looks delicious. <laughs> oh, he's in every movie too, and he's stumbles around like a. Like uh, what, what, what do what we got, Cruz? What are you going for, dude? Uh, I'm probably gonna put on a. Walk. Are you a fighter or are you a runner? I'm running. Are you a runner? Yeah. yeah. I know Misty. Misty, like this is your this is your your point of existence is to plan for the zombie around, apocalypse. I'm like, okay, right? what could I grab? First? Like you, you you pride yourself in your ability to survive this, and every time I mention that I'll die first, you're like, I got you. <laughs> Which isn't really reassuring because I feel like you're going to shoot me in the legs. Yeah. To let them eat me. I'm going to pull a Shane. Yeah, yeah. yeah she means like, she means I got you. Like, you're mine. I'm not letting them kill you. I've wanted to do that. All oh, yeah. Like, I will be killing you. Like, this zombie apocalypse is just yeah, an excuse exactly. to murder you. Uh, well, so like, in every route, you, every place we go, you seem to know the escape routes, what you, how you're weaponing up. What are you I doing would, here? I would take, I would preferably try to get the long stand. Yeah, that's but a I would good, take one yeah, of those yeah, my stands if possible. And I would go for that door that goes upstairs, try to lock it, and then throw as many things down the stairs to block off the So we're just barring possible. them. We're not killing for them. For now. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might but have to kill But won't we be upstairs? Isn't that bad? Well, you have to wait till everyone goes away. Where else are you going to go? The streets? There's oh, that's true. Yeah, that is high ground. High ground, I guess, is good. See, she brings up a good point. Yeah. Maybe yeah. she would survive a zombie. Right now, <laughs> in the middle of a busy area, you want to try to bombard yourself up, not go look. Now, what do you think of the concept of burrowing? Because that's always my first move. I think that's my first move in any confrontation. <laughs> like, like a mole? Yeah, like literally dig a hole and live underground. <laughs> hey, Matt, give me your lunch money. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I only see a, a trail of dirt kicking. Yeah, up. there's yeah, just dirt and worms and roots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you? Th- would that work theoretically? 
I, I, I can see that. Like hop like, and like, hold like, yourself up and shit, yeah. Yeah, but where are you going to do that? That's a hard thing. In, uh, we live in beautiful, um, sunny San Fernando Valley, anywhere I want. Go to the side of the road. Uh, I'll go to Runyon Canyon and just I burrow. Know. I think the best thing would be to, to hold up as long as you can here. But what about food and shit? Like, because well, I know I'm going to get eaten first. But how are you going to have food, food in a weird hole? It, yeah. Uh, how would randomly you, grab stuff out of it. See, you're, you're right. Oh, th- things that come on. Things that wow. happen to walk by. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to build a literal hobbit hole. That and I'm just going to eat like, mmm, crumpets. That's a good idea. Invite <laughs> all your hobbits eat. Write little songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Cute poems. And hope the zombies are just too, uh, you're too adorable for them to eat you. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what all zombies, like, they want brains, but they really want is company and entertainment. For they sure. want bewilderment. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about a zombie, they love zaniness. Cruz, what's your move, man? Um, I'm going to Echo Park because apparently cholos make it in a zombie apocalypse. A bunch of cholos, like a bunch. So of you're just gonna mob yeah. up? <laughs> I just find a bunch of people that kind of look like me. Are you gonna cholo yourself up? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you da- you're a dapper, dude. You always yeah. got the collared shirt popping, yeah. the le- the leather jacket. Yeah, I'll throw uh, a shirt on. Leather, obviously, because we love animals here. Yeah. Uh, what so? What are you doing to to, to make yourself ingra- to ingratiate yourself with the put hardcore a, zombie cholos? Put a couple tears. Uh, maybe get some sandals. You know what you gotta do, man? Make them green tears. And they're like, what the <laughs> fuck are those? And you're like, those are zombies. This <laughs> shit has started. <laughs> it's, there's new rules to this game. Yeah, definitely. I like it. That's probably about it. Really? Probably, probably bring a bunch of little children, pretend they're mine. Okay. So, well, so your solution is be Mexican. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he might, if that works, you might be the best adapt yeah. to survive out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can hide in my ice cream cart. Do you have an ice cream cart? I will if there's zombies. <laughs> Can you get one really quickly? I think you gotta go one step and just do like fruit stand, like where you have a bunch (laughs) of like fruit in a cooler. Probably. Just to throw them all and and like give them a little bit of zombie fare. Like you've got mostly fruit, you've got a little bit of brains, obviously, (laughs) for like a a select clientele. Yeah. Like they've gotta call ahead (laughs) and make sure you've got it that day. It's like if you ever try to get, uh, there's Hawaiian donuts at this place in Studio City, you've gotta call like six hours ahead. It would be the same thing. Wait, what's a Hawaiian donut? That sounds highly sexual. It is. Both highly sexual and highly amazing, which is probably the same thing. It is, um, it's Hawaiian or Portuguese. It's like a, uh, they take the, anyone know what I'm talking about? Like, Mumfalada. I had it at a fish concert once, so I'm pretty positive it really happened. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't hold me to that. Uh, they basically, like. That would not hold up in court. Yeah. <laughs> fish concert, case dismissed. The inside is kind of like hollow and really airy, and there's no okay. hole. So it's kind of just like, it's like a beignet, but, mm. but donut sized, and yeah. like with stuff in it. That sounds amazing. Again, mushrooms, fish concert, so I'm it's probably like, not as Did good. you just blow somebody, and they're like, it's a, it's a, a Portuguese. I blew a Portuguese guy, and he was like, that was a donut. And I was like, go back to your concert, fucking hippie. What are you, what were you doing in this parking lot anyway? Yeah. Uh, no, and the other There's th- a whole subculture of Portuguese dudes getting belated <laughs> by stoned <laughs> hippies oh, that think they're not really. Oh man, isn't this the vegan grilled cheese stand? Yes, eh? Boom. That's, <laughs> that's how Fish is the number one touring band of the '90s, which they're not. Um, so zombie apocalypse. Like, there's a you actually actively want it to happen, though, don't you, Misty? Yeah, a little bit. And tell me why again. You told me earlier. This oh, evening. really? You're gonna make me sound like yeah. A let's do, let's do it. Let's do it. Because then everyone would be uh, put into. Pers- you moving my mic? Everything in real life would be put into perspective for everybody, or you simply just wouldn't live. You Darwinist. But you, you. also can't go back to real life. You can't be like, ah, now that I have the perspective, <laughs> unzombie. Right, but and I don't like, want to. I don't want to go back to real life. <laughs> oh my you, God. But if everything is suddenly clicked into perspective, and you're like, I figured out the meaning of life. I'm gonna start a boutique. Oh my face! <laughs> oh God, what's happening? And you know, the end of your journey would be a boutique. Don't lie. But see, I could. The thing is, I could live on a farm, try to survive, and kill things that I hate. 
You I can mean, do that anyway. Do that right now. I can't kill things that I hate. I think most of the American South does that right now. So maybe this I, is maybe just, just a, an expression of certain carnivorous instincts that your vegetarian, long-term vegetarianism has been repressing. Ooh. It has taken its form in being like, I, fucking zombies should happen. <laughs> yeah. It's like, maybe just have a burger. You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably maybe, easier. Maybe we don't need to, <laughs> because oh. you can't enjoy the McDiner doesn't mean we should bring about <laughs> The Walking Dead. Uh, reality maybe, edition. We're, 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 way of being homesick, we're all fodder. Yeah, we're all fodder for your secret desire for meat. Fucked up, Misty. We'll get over it. Uh, <laughs> you know who else has a secret desire for meat? Matt Cruz Van for a sec. I'm gonna make a very special phone call. Okay. DC, do you know any people? Do you know anyone with the ice cream cart off the top of your head? <laughs> no, <laughs> You're no you can just have like a used ice cream cart. <laughs> yeah. It seems like something, it, it, you know, when you guys were in Vegas, you should have gone to. Were you in Vegas as well? Did no, you he didn't them? take no. me. Shit. He didn't come Aww. out. Oh, man. I'm sorry. You, I was going to say you could go to the, the Pawn Stars store. Mm. The, the Pawn <laughs> store uh, from they, Pawn Stars. Yeah, you think he has some ice cream? It, it seems like they would have. He'd be like, this was Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> ice cream cart. I have no way of authenticating That's how that, he got but. his start, too. Everyone knows. Hey. Abraham Lincoln? All right, let's try this real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, I promised a special guest. Uh, this gentleman hasn't been on this podcast in over two years. It is my... Uh, my real co-host, Misty and Cruz, look away for a sec. <laughs> uh, all the way from Alabama and then to Denver. He, we're going to annoy him because he hates podcasting now. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesse Rivers. What's up, dude? <laughs> Wait, say something. <laughs> it's on that side. It is. It's in there. Where is it? That part. This part. Yeah. Talk. I can hear you. What's all going right. on? What's going on, man? Wait, hold on, we're having technical difficulties. We could figure out how to survive a zombie fucking apocalypse, but I can't hold I the can, fucking phone. I can show phone. you how to use a phone and survive I the zombie it. apocalypse. We're gonna do this again. We're gonna work it out. It's 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 tough, man. Like, there's not a what? That's where my ear goes. Okay. All right. This is very confusing. Here we go. I think we got this now. We'll work it out. He would be dead in a zombie apocalypse. He can't even fucking get himself on a phone. <laughs> Yeah, what's there up, Jesse? Go. What's up? Hey, man, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Let's pretend you're, you're working at Domino's right now. You go to order a pizza, you open the door. It's not your customer, and they don't want a pepperoni. It's a zombie, and they want your brains. And go. You're just talking about my job. I mean, I was more talking about the zombie apocalypse in the context of your job. I apologize, but what would you do if you were on the job and zombies attacked you? And this is why you're not the co-host anymore. <laughs> why, Jess? You, you've got an audience here, for sir. It's not like I'm just smoking a bong and calling you like, hey, man, what would you do if zombies attack? We're kind of on other people's dime right now. Uh, what would you do? Well, you don't have a plan already? You seem to be a very deep guy. I'm afraid I don't have a plan for that. All right, so... Let's pretend you had a plan for that, or if we were doing a podcast for entertainment purposes. <laughs> I'm glad you can still laugh. See, <laughs> guys, if the real, the only thing you really need in a co-host is the ability to laugh, so that's why Jesse lasted so long. Jess, uh, zombies, go. I, I, I would run. I, I, I wouldn't have a plan. Okay, so you're basically telling, you know what? A, you're dead in the zombie apocalypse. B, in your time off from podcast, you kind of got shitty at it. I'm not going to lie. You need to talk more, man. But, dude, uh, do you have any messages? How about this, bro? People have been begging for your return for two years. I think they're all going to feel really bad about themselves right now. Do you have a message to the fans who have been clamoring for Jesse? Give them an update on your life, dude. 
You, I gave you a warning two hours. So you, you don't know what you do in a zombie apocalypse and you can't contextualize your life? <laughs> what do you know? What's your favorite Tech 9 song? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite too. You don't even know your favorite Tech 9 song, Jesse? He's your favorite rapper, dude. Yeah, I say Okay, girl crazy. See, you were good for something. We'll give you a shout later. Thanks, man. Uh, that's why that dude's not on the podcast uh, anymore. So, homeboy works at Domino's now? Yeah. It was man, like, when you're on that Matt Cohen train, do not get off. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. fall is <laughs> precipitous. He had his hands on those coattails. <laughs> he really did. He really did. Man, uh, that is rough. Yeah, see, that's, I, that's what I feel bad because he immediately, he was like, you're talking about my job Fuck, again? man. <laughs> it's a stepping stone. I'm on, a, I'm on a management track. Johns. I keep telling him to Patrick Dempsey that shit and just offer like extra cheese, if you know what I mean. <laughs> How does that work? You never saw, um, what was the name of the movie, guys? Maid of Honor? No. <laughs> yes, you never saw Maid of Honor. <laughs> uh, there was a movie, Wonder Boy, Wonder, where Patrick Dempsey played a pizza delivery man that was also Is that a the G- prequel to Wonder Boys? Yes, exactly. That was, it was Michael Douglas Read my playing manuscript. Older, it's his dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a pizza delivery man that if you ordered a special topping, he would oh. fuck you. It was Is like that a, Mystic Pizza? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> or Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. They all kind of blend exactly, together. Exactly. Steel Magnolias. The Steel 80s, Magnolias. The 80s fried green weird. tomatoes. The all tomatoes were boobs. All of old, those. old boobs. <laughs> all dudes. Um, so that's what Jesse's doing, in case you guys were wondering. Uh, being, being defensive. Being defensive and not having anything to particularly say on a podcast. So it happened from Domino's, man. They take the soul out of you. Pizza Hut, on the other hand, is a fine company. Now, the Domino's Diner, on the other hand, is really <laughs> amazing. good. Amazing. Yeah. You have to call on, on a, uh, you got a tin can on a, on a string. <laughs> <laughs> I love the McDonald's Diner had a phone you had to call. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't really understand why. They're like, here's what people want from a diner. Nothing. No human interaction whatsoever. They want their food fucking tubed out in front of them. <laughs> That's such a, yeah, that is such a weird thing to take away from them. Well, I think they were like, okay, we're, fucking mcdonald's we're not going to send people to your table yeah, we're not the rockefellers have, like, but we do want to imitate the experience where you don't have to go up to a counter so what if we had a phone also it's the 80s so phones are new and novel no no it was like 98 98 holy macaroni yeah. uh maybe we can see why the mcdiner didn't work out yeah. But 1998, that made... Jamiroquai was around and McDiner was oh. a thing? He was the hold music. Once that talk. hat came out, there was no turning back, guys. Oh. Like, the, the world. Do you remember Mac Tonight? Speaking of I, awesome I do McDonald's remember Mac stuff. Tonight, yeah. I love that guy. No, now he was a big. He was a big moon man. Right. Who played Wasn't the there also a moon man on like a, on like a toothpaste commercial? I feel like I remember a moon man in a toothpaste commercial. We were into the moon for a while. We really were. We were into like Davy Crockett and Apollo shit. Apollo 13. Simple. Yeah. It yeah. goes like frontier stuff, moon stuff. Contact? Cynicism. So, yeah, exactly. That's the, Those are the, the three waves of childhood. Like if you go to Disneyland, it's like there was Frontierland, there's Tomorrowland, here's Herpes Unemployment Land. <laughs> Which is in the back Damn, of the park. Don't have herpes and be unemployed. It's by Toontown. <laughs> if you, no if really you got herpes, have health insurance. Obviously. You know what I mean? You got to keep that shit under control. Or at least be on Cobra. This yeah. is health insurance humor, you guys. Get with it. That really connected with people for some reason. They're going to be like, yeah, man, talk about health insurance stuff. <laughs> See, we get political. I can do some deaf poetry if you guys want. The yeah. oppression of the herpes man in my Disneyland. 
See, I'm not very good at death poetry. Here, here's why. <laughs> I said I could do it. Here's why poetry slams don't play very well on podcasts is because it's a lot about like it arms. Is. It's a lot about the headwear. Also, like if this knit cap that I was wearing were like four times bigger and rasta colored, I would be. And you had in. such an inexplicable amount of hair bundled yeah, up in there exactly. as well. Yeah, like exactly. more hair than one human could have in a hat. Mm-hmm. Like you bought the hat with extra hair in it and then just put it on top of your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I take the hat down and all my dreads come down and you see they're just attached to a tiny Rasta guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, fuck fascism, monk. <laughs> he's your like, hype holy man. Holy shit, he is my hype they man. They have yeah, hype exactly. mans in poetry. Yeah, they it. should. Everyone's like, oh, someone should just run out and be like, conjugating verbs like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more, actually, I think just like more straight white poets needed hype men, like Ezra Pound. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. coming out just like, Ezra Pound, bitches. <laughs> New collection, drop in, in stores. That's why poetry. 1932. That's why Poe dry- died the way he did. He just needed yeah. someone to fucking hype him up. All yeah, the time. exactly. The yeah, Raven. He, yeah, he's knocking on your chamber door, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Annabelle <laughs> Lee, watch out. We coming. I can make a Conqueror Worm reference too, guys. I'm, I'm, I got this. I got this. We all this. took high school English. We, we all did. Cruz, did you? What? Take high school English? <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. You just graduated college. You congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cap and gown and everything. What's it like uh being a college grad? Are you being headhunted constantly? Yeah. Is so David Geffen calling you? Yeah. <laughs> I got it on ignore for the show. No, but I, you want to hear it? <laughs> You're like, fucking. It's either SK or G. <laughs> You've driven by like the school and you've seen it. It's like not like I hate to badmouth the film school out here, but it's like the most gay. It's like 106 in Parks film school. I was about Wait, to make. Wait, which one? Uh, on Los Angeles. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I walk by that one all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's not, it's a, it's a legitimate film school. It's just that every student there is trying to make belly three. Yeah. It, it reminds me a lot. There was a, when I lived in New York, you got and you guys yeah, probably yeah, remember this. Totally. There was Union, a uh, there was a recording school right beneath Union Square that I was by like a restaurant that I really liked. And so you'd go out there, and it would just be like seven uh, black kids and white kids, but all dressed identically in kind yeah. of like Echo shirts. And they would all have like it was like a, a, an arms race of who could have the biggest, most elaborate headphones. Yeah. So they all just had headphones, and they all would just like uh, they were all on their like uh, sidekicks because it was 2005. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like college should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. They were chilling. They in were the all quad. trying to sell each other their mixtapes. <laughs> back and forth, back and Yo, forth. Yo, you like hip hop, man? Do you like hip hop? I love hip hop. Okay, so you like hip hop? I know you get that. I know you got that too in Manhattan all the time, yeah. right? Probably. You like hip hop? What about and this isn't? But what about us particularly? It makes us look like giant hip hop aficionados. Because I, it's I, I had it. I, I had a fucking. Every... I hate to like say a tweet that I had on stage, but it was something like. Oh, go uh, if I go colorblind, I'll be able to tell who's uh, who are the white males by their t-shirts with turntables on them. Okay, because like that's something that only white males wear. Is like they really yeah. just want to let you know, like the only white male would let you wear something. Is like I like rap in general. You know what I mean? <laughs> like no no black dude would ever wear a shirt. It's like yeah. rap music in general. <laughs> Never genre, forget genre yeah. hip hop. Yeah, exactly. Up. Yeah. Um, Stay but for calm some reason, that's a hop on. Yeah, <laughs> that's for some reason that's a really big thing for white dudes to do. Though is just like I, I really like hip hop. Like mm. they, but I feel like most rap records. At mm. least I remember this being a statistic from when people still bought records were purchased by white kids. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. yeah, is that right? That's yeah. That's the main demographic. Well, so black people love polka music, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, Tesh. Yeah, and, John and talk Tesh. radio. Like, yo, leave Limbaugh alone, baby. They're like, yo, shut <laughs> They're the also fuck. from 1978. Shut the fuck apparently. up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Fresh air is about to come on. Oh, Terry Gross, do that shit. Oh, they love NPR. Everyone loves NPR. 
Uh, do you like NPR? I love NPR. I've, I don't I, listen to it as much out here for whatever reason. What's funny is I only caught the bug out here. I didn't listen to it all yeah. in New York. Well, you're really. also in your car, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, a, I live in my car. That's what DC's trying to say. <laughs> I also live in my car now. Just wall-to-wall NPR and trips to the gas station. You have so many tote bags. Thousands. Whatever yeah. change you can bet, like you send it right into circle. All Things yeah, Considered. Yeah. Yeah, I try to get amazing. an iPad every week. Yeah, you get free tickets to the orchestra every now and again, and you just go and sleep there. <laughs> it's a really nice... If you guys haven't been to the Disney Opera Hall, it's nice. The acoustics are great, and it's warm if you sleep on you the You get floor. to chill with Gustav Dudamel? Oh, yeah. That guy. Who's Gustav Dudamel? <laughs> he's a dude on... He's, he's out You've seen him me. on the, like... There's They have big, like, billboards okay, of him. He's, he's the guy with the big crazy... Guy. Like, yeah, he's the okay. guy with the big crazy uh, the hair. the crazy hair guy, yeah. He has, like, keratop hair. Different color, though. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, or Justin Guarini hair, I should say. Okay. More I accurately. Like, and and it, a little more in my uh, frame of... Uh, like, yeah, exactly. I've seen from Justin to Kelly, what, 600 mm-hmm. times, Yeah, it was, I like, think. three years <laughs> post-MCD, uh, which is McDiner. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your AMCD. <laughs> That's how we do that. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. Um, You're but, never gonna uh, win. Yeah, I do love. I do love. I do love NPR. Uh, it's a really good way to get a informed, b depressed, and hear a British person be like, "Today in the West Bank." There's a lot of that, and there's also a lot of like. The problem is, it seeps into my brain so much that almost ninety percent of the things I bring up in like cool conversation are straight from NPR. What about uncool conversation? Oh, then I go straight to. What about when you're talking to geeks? Uh, Then it's it's uh, it's Jack FM all the time. (laughs) That constant block where they play like that one Van Halen song four times in a row. It's like in case you missed it, or in case you loved it, here's an hour. Unchained. They just play play the audio from a Christmas story for 24 hours. I would be down for Uh, that. (laughs) I've been doing, I've been doing that on road trips. I've been listening to, um, I've been plugging in the Netflix on my iPhone and listening to TV shows and movies. Really? Have you really? I, I I can recommend it. And if you guys want to be surprised, here's a big recommendation if you're doing movie audio. A little film called The Spirit by Mr. Frank Miller, which is arguably one of the worst films ever made. As in radio play? It's fucking sublime. This is called uh, <laughs> Matt Cohen's Sympathy for Blind People. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All oh, movies so must be so awesome. It's man. called How Stevie Wonder Sees It. Uh, it's really, really good because the acting is incredibly bad and the dialogue mm. is ludicrous. And without mm. those cool visuals, it's just the most absurdist, like... They're either fucking with us, or I'm on drugs, or they're on drugs. Or I did see that in the theater for some for some cockamamie so right. reason. Well, obviously you're a Gabriel Macht fan. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny. I heard two very broy Hollywood actors because the biggest bros, in fact, are are actors. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but I overheard two really broy actors, and one of the dudes was like, "Yeah, man, you know, I was hanging out with Gabe this week. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Gabriel Macht. Maybe you've heard of him. Anyway, he like name <laughs> dropped fucking Gabriel. Macht. He's the motherfucking spirit, bro. That's got a lot of. Cre- in this town, man. Yeah, it really does. The spirit carries a lot. We're hanging out with Billy Zane, Gabriel mm-hmm. Macht, all the Alec Baldwin. I was just saying it out, you know, man. You know, Zane and out for a while. What's the catchphrase on uh, Phantom? Fuck. Anyone tagline on Phantom? What evil works in the hearts of men? The, it, no, no, the shadow. It's That's like, the shadow. It's, it's like punch evil in the face or something. It's fucking really? amazing. Yeah. Give Again, yet another face. rancid record. <laughs> a lot of a lot of rancid references yeah. going down here. Uh, what else, man? So you've been you've been on a podcast storm, dude. I have. Do you like it's it? Like, it's like D-Day, except it's one dude, and the, and the Nazis are podcasts. And we're it just, doesn't function as a metaphor. turrets of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, don't think of it as a metaphor. Think of it as real. Literal, um, literal. Think yeah, of exactly. him on That would not be on the SATs yeah, yeah. in the similes part. Or the, AC, what is it? ACTs, maybe. No, they don't, they don't do the... Uh, sim- the they cut out the... In, the uh, which I maintain is bullshit because, and this is on my NPR shit, but that the only true test of intelligence is the ability to think like analogously. 
Like to think in in how something two unlike things are actually alike. I would That's agree. The only true it's logical thing. You're presented with something and you can extrapolate why. Yeah, exactly. That Which, at, but judging by my terrible D-Day metaphor, I am not a smart <laughs> that, person. Maybe it was uh, good they took it off the SATs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like I like doing them, but I don't want to start one because I feel like everyone has a podcast, and I feel like I don't want to start one and then like let it go fallow. But I like doing them, and there it's fun to like be able to be like to tweet to your t- Twitter followers like, hey, I'm on a podcast. So it's like content that you're sort of creating, but you don't have to actually produce it. And you're right, though. Like, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a bunch of podcasts now. There's like more than 10. Um, there's four in here wandering around. Yeah, the there's, there's roving podcasts right <laughs> they're, now. They're all huddled around a fire. We've got a spinoff show right now going on. It's <laughs> under the table. Um, but it's, it's that like this wave of podcasts happened so yeah. fucking quickly. I can't really think of a similar thing in entertainment where everyone went out and got a this or everyone yeah. went out and started a, you know what I mean? I feel like at least I experienced it in comedy of people doing like internet videos. Okay. Like 05, 06. The YouTube sketch video kind of yeah, wave. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, or people doing web series or mm-hmm. whatever. But like, I think because podcasting is so incredibly open-ended, like it's not even just like, oh, we're going to make sketch videos for the internet. It's like, we're mm-hmm. literally going to make, it's just anything that's audio. It's like mm-hmm. literally microphone mouth. Podcast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I had an idea for. I've had an idea. I, I had my my best idea for a podcast is one called "This Should Be a Podcast," where every week is just a different idea for a, what a good That's podcast an awesome would idea. be, like a pilot. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I'm Charlie Kaufman. Um, but uh, <laughs> I hate other... syndectiky. I, I wanted to tell you that for a while. Oh, but... it's fine, man. I don't care. I hate <laughs> I hate myself more than anyone can hate anyone. Um, I'm still being Charlie Kaufman, by the way. I love myself. I got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, fly as hell. Um, what do I want to say? Oh yeah, uh, podcasts. Oh, my other podcast is me driving people to the airport. That's what I want to do. Okay. Like if somebody needs... Because everyone always... In LA, the yeah. currency is rides to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the trade-off is you have to yeah. do a podcast on the way there. Yeah, exactly. So I, could, like, I would pick you up at any time and we would just be like on the iPhone and I would just... We would... Uh, you know. But I'm like... I also don't want to like get in an accident. While podcasting? <laughs> while podcast, well, Or just in general. And I feel like podcasting would probably be a somewhat large distraction. And it would, people would be tired, which maybe would engender some kind of like truth because it would be like 4.30 in so the morning. Like and like, ah, my father raped me. It's like taxi cab confessions. <laughs> exactly. Meets cash cab. Yes, meets, meets a podcast. Meets a podcast. I wasn't done with the cab stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Meets <laughs> the Jimmy Fallon Queen Latifah vehicle. Taxi. taxi. M- meets the taxi. sitcom taxi. And taxi driver. Yeah, me. And crazy, crazy taxi. taxi. We got it. it. Prove the singularity Watch just happened. Watch two nerds Look race each other to a crazy taxi Look at reference. your phones. They're now looking at you. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Um, uh, but uh, but then I'm uh, for a lot of reasons I don't really want. I, I I don't actually have the stones to actually do that one. And also, you wouldn't know if you'd get a steady stream of needing to drive people to the airport. <laughs> you would just have to. It would, you would have to start Craigslist ads like, "Who needs rides to the airport?" <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I want it to be uh, like interesting people. You know also I mean? get to the airport and they'd be like, "I didn't. Can you drive me home now? I just wanted to talk to someone." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for a while. There's one that I want to do where I want to interview a random person that's not in the entertainment industry, not a random person, but somebody that like a neurologist or something, and then be like, "Who's the most interesting person you know?" And then interview that person, and then be like, "Who's the most interesting person you know?" And then interview so that have person. the entire podcast go from a chain. Of like just yeah, exactly. Like, like you would not, wind up with some dude's uncle. You would wind up with some uncle with like a really like like a, he has a lot of Mad Magazine issues. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was going in more of an app yeah. pupil direction. No, no. Issue three would be like some dude with like three long and not even that many Mad Magazines yeah. either. You'd get there and it'd be like a long box and a half, and you'd be like, right on. That's like um, I met a dude recently. I went over to someone's house and a guy walked in wearing a Doctor Who shirt. Okay, and I was like, sweet shirt, man. He goes, thanks. Want to see my collection? 
I was like, slow your horses, but yes. <laughs> took me to his bedroom. So he takes his dick out. Uh, yeah, after he took his, uh, his, uh, sonic screwdriver out, uh, he had six DVDs on a wall, on a little shelf that was like kind of haphazardly hung up. And I wanted to cry and, uh, leave, which I did one of those. This, these are the hazards of the nerd bubble. You're gonna get mm-hmm. pretenders, you're gonna get, you know, fucking fakers, and you're gonna get people that only have six Doctor six Who DVDs, DVDs. And, call it a, a collection. and also like not in any order, like one Tom Baker, one fucking random, right. like I think even a Christmas special maybe. <laughs> you just had one album by The Who. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I got Horton Here's a Who on Blu-ray <laughs> DVD. An old in and out burger yeah. that he keeps in the wrapper. He's like, this is whatever, it's my memorabilia wall. It's not just Doctor Who. It's not a yeah, it's not important. <laughs> it's not it's not a big deal. You can please go away now. You were um, impressed by a shirt. I wasn't she was there for it. I was impressed by his shirt. Yeah. What did you think when he took me into the other room? You were like, uh oh, another another Doctor Who collection going on. Oh yeah. Yeah, you were lucky. You know, oh, Matt's eating donuts again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt's eating put back Matt's to Portuguese donuts. For a very long time. Oh, if I could think of the name of the planet that Doctor Who is from, I could have made an awesome Blankian reference to donuts right there. But let's say Time Lord Donuts. We'll call them. Okay. Good enough. I feel okay. like whatever ethnicity I'm supposedly uh, flaciating, mm. we just add that in to the donut analogy. Like yeah. it'll, it'll work. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, that's, that works. Time Lord Donuts, uh, Dinosaur Donuts. If okay. I got sent back in time and had to blow a bunch of dinosaurs. Terra Nova style. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. Terra Nova, you guys. <laughs> no, already? Today. Yeah, it got canceled today. Next to be telling me the river won't last forever. <laughs> <laughs> Again, um, found footage. What's weird is I think my TiVo stopped working. Or my, my TiVo. Yeah, that's oh. a thing, but I don't have that anymore. So okay. DVR. Uh, it stopped working because it's not around anymore. There's that, there's that, and I've been waiting for the next episode of The Cape for like a year, and I I just don't think it's recording. Was it's Gabriel mocked in that? Nobody should have been. He really should have been. Uh, they should no, have had a spirit. But the Keith Cape David crossover. was, which is usually an indication of quality. He's also in Requiem for a Dream, right? He was is. he ever like ass to ass the He's cape? The ass to ass, yeah. <laughs> we cape to cape. Just mash up all the shit. They live. Uh, what else is Keith David? Oh yeah, he was in that. Yeah, he's, he's the guy who it. won't put the glasses on. Shit. Look how look how he's fallen. Now he's. Getting blown by me in some weird podcast scenario. <laughs> but at least he doesn't work at Domino's. That guy's going to kill me. Hey, anyway, he, don't, uh, he, doesn't, listen, he doesn't listen to the oh, show, okay, don't cool. worry. Oh, thank He's God. too busy delivering Domino's. Uh, I always try to ask him about it, too, just to to be friendly, but to piss him off as well. I'm right, sure. right, right. Where I'm like, all right, toppings. Tell me what the most popular is. Tell me what <laughs> Tell me what people don't like. I want to know what an average day in the life of a Domino mm-hmm. worker is like. Okay. He, he won't give it up. Really? He won't give up the secrets, dude. Well, I I'm find go that because I do this show on Sunday nights at UCB called here in LA called Shitty Jobs, and we interview, it's an improv show, but we interview somebody about the shittiest or most unique job they've ever had, and people oftentimes, it's interesting talking about interviewing people who, who people think are interesting, because most people that have something interesting in their lives don't think it's interesting, because it's their life, if that makes they any sense. They don't know anything like, outside of it. It's stupid. I'm like, my name's, you know, Jennifer. Why would anything interesting happen to me? You know what I mean? Like, but it's like, no, it could be really interesting to someone else. So I, I feel like I would find working at Domino's not fascinating to live, but fascinating to like Definitely talk to interesting. someone about. And it sounds like there's a real office dynamic thing going on. Okay. Like it's a lot of like sick domino sex happening in this particular really? Domino's oh. and like intrigue. And what like, do you think? How do you uh, think offices work? <laughs> sex? I don't know. Yeah. I think I just showed off my, uh, my comic book colors there. Uh, you know, like in offices where everyone again. Just wait, what are comic books? Making cardboard. Ah, uh, Batman. <laughs> the other day at the office, <laughs> fucking my secretary, Don Draper style. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's good. See, Bat, we gotta, Batman. Fuck, you Batman. Guys, I, go. I want. I want that. No one make that. Don't I want post a credit this for this or to play the weird old guy. Okay, you got it. Right here. Both. Boom Great. and boom. Thank you. Um, speaking of shitty jobs, that's a good transition. Uh, you, okay. you've definitely had a lot of jobs. I know I have. I have. 
Cruz, you don't you're you haven't really. I just got hired for the first time ever. This is your you first job. Congratulations, ever? right yeah. out of college. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is on a meteoric. You're the American dream. So yeah. you went to co- nice. you went to film school. Yeah. What are you doing for a job? Delivering pizzas at Domino's. Are you? Oh, yeah. you're honing <laughs> that comedy craft, man. What <laughs> no, are you I'm really kidding. doing for a job? Uh, I got hired at Universal Studios. So it movie related. Yeah. What are you doing over there? Uh, I'm working a Mexican donut stand. Is that a new? <laughs> now you're trying too I'm much with the comedy. What, what are you really doing, buddy? No, I'm just working a ride. What ride? The Transformers ride. All right. Yeah. Movie related again. So, kind of. Did, did they like that you went to film school for that? Not really. But you did tell me you had to audition acting, yeah. right? Yeah. It wasn't like an actual interview that I was like, I went in with like a resume and I was like, I have to talk about my worst experiences in like a job. And I just went in and they're like, okay, get in front of a crowd and tell me about the Transformers. I'm like, okay, well, the Transformers are from a planet and they roll out. What planet? Uh, and cyber- they roll out. Yeah, and they roll out like uh, Cybertron. All right, so you got the job. Boom. Yeah, I'm the head of Universal Pictures, and congratulations, sir. You now get <laughs> wow. to work on the ride. That's the head of Universal shit, Pictures man. is not managing his time well. He's <laughs> <No. laughs> like, I want to, I want to take a hands on a <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna interview. That, I'm gonna gonna the tell me what planet. Right. Tell me what planet. You're hired. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So, this is, this so, so what are you gonna do in the actual job? I'm just everything. Working the ride. Okay, and you, have you started? Uh yeah, I'm in training right oh, now. Oh yeah, how's yeah, it going so far? It's going all right. It's are going all are right. you guys gonna be in costume, a la Disneyland, like yeah, yeah, yeah. indie? They have to wear I'm dressed, fedoras. I'm dressed as like a. Are you Bumblebee? No, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you can see me on Hollywood Boulevard most days. Yeah, yeah. No, no do you? Are you like a race car kind of mechanic guy? Have you seen the Transformers? No. Oh, okay, no, I'm in like an army fatigues and shit. Okay. Oh, yeah. so you're kind of a uh, what's his name from that movie? You're Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. Yeah, yeah. That's why they hired me. Or the Tyree, because you 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 do have a stunning resemblance yeah. to Josh Duhamel mm-hmm. and your girlfriend Fergie, if I ever seen her. So <laughs> I feel like you. Josh Duhamel every night goes home and he's like Channing Tatum. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like Channing Tatum does that. He seems like a real self-loather. You think? That he goes home and he's just like, ah, no, that dude's in every fucking movie now. Yeah, he really is, yeah. They're they're pumping the Channing Tatum thing hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) I don't know if I feel one way or another about it. Uh, I've had a lot. Let's go to you, dude. You've had some Mm -hmm. interesting, you've held some interesting jobs. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Do you want to elaborate on them a little bit? No, I mean, what what do you want, what do we want to go with? Well, okay, I, oh, okay, you did porn. No, no, about, I mean, I've done everything. That's what I'm saying, so hit us up, that's dude. Matt, that's, yeah. that's Matt's character, <laughs> condescending porn retard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, you did porn, I get it. You have boobs, yeah, I get it. Uh, I, like, I love your impressions of me. Thank you, I busted out a lot, actually. Yeah, no, you've had some random time. jobs. You worked at an animal shelter, right? I did, I worked at an animal shelter. Tell the earthquake fucking... Oh, well, oh no, it wasn't even an earthquake. The ceiling just came. <laughs> what? Oh, On my... Wait, did they forget to pay their ceiling bill? Uh No, we joke about the fact that I have really bad luck, so there it was like one day I was in the uh, front room. The shelter has like a drop ceiling. And for whatever reason, the drop ceiling decided to drop that day. And well, I, grabbed, I mean, you call it a drop yeah. ceiling, you're kind of expecting the yeah, worst. Yeah, well, you know, the like stupid star foam. <laughs> yeah. The office driver's like, that's why they call it a drop. And then he's killed. <laughs> you know those stupid like plaster tile things or whatever? Yeah. So I like grab a cat and jump under the desk. I was like the only person in there. And the whole ceiling came in on me. How many cats were there to grab? Uh, I think there was like four. Did you do a quick like mental like Sophie's Choice like uh, you're like that? Cat. <laughs> right. No, they, the other ones were fine. I and I got the one. So would that be one of your worst job experiences? Uh, Having the ceiling collapse on no, your head? No, I worked fast food as well. What I was, was that like? You worked fast food worst. in Kentucky too, uh, right? Yeah, and at a place that served chicken fried steak. 
Very Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was well, fast food, southern food, and it was a place called Grandy's. And they had amazing rolls, I will say that, with butter and honey. What, what was the clientele like there? Was that a shitty oh, job? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. I didn't take it seriously enough. Um, I lasted three weeks. I just stopped going. Did you Wait, school. who accused you of not taking it seriously enough? Because you just made air quotes. The man, oh, the best part, uh, <laughs> the manager. And this is when I was 15, right before I turned okay. 16. When I went home for Christmas, I went into that Grandy's. That guy is still there. Isn't that the oh, best though? My like I still go into this the, the the like uh, grocery store that I worked at in high school, and I still see like the same people. Same you know people, what I mean? Yeah. And they're slowly being every year. I feel like one more like lane is given over to the self checkout thing. Yeah. So it's like the the sad old checkout women versus like the robots. Robot. Yeah. yeah, it's their slow war against the robots. It's like a super. It's like a French Terminator. And I feel like they're being extra dicky on purpose right now because they know the robots are gonna win. So yeah. they're like clinging on to that last moment of like. I will say I'm starting to really enjoy. I don't know if this is like step one in becoming steampunk or whatever, but I'm starting <laughs> to really enjoy just like a nice actual checkout. You know what yeah. I mean? As a, a person. Well, they also did a study too online where the actual checkouts are much quicker and more efficient that. than the self checkout. So they started to reverse that trend a little yeah. bit. Okay, I'll when take loss that. prevention. See what happens? I feel like it really is like steampunky. Like, we're going to turn into water world. I'll be fine with that. Okay. Because I can swim like a fish. And your piss taste is great. <laughs> oh, you have no idea, dude. I've been drinking. I've been, I've been, um, I've been dosing it for years with like a little bit of paprika, sometimes some lemon juice, just in the preparation in that case. the world will be waterlogged one day. And or a weird apocalyptic society where I'm a postman. Ooh, okay. I go with any of those any two. Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> any Kevin, any Kevin, post, a uh, Costner, apocalyptic. Uh, yeah, exactly. Post Post a Costner elliptic. Post a Costner elliptic. Coined it. Nobody make that either. You guys have a lot. You God can't tell anyone this ever so happened shit, tonight. Yeah, yeah. What, what happens in uh, Nerd Melt stays here. Unless DC makes it into a movie, which we hope. What's that? I want credit. I want a credit on all oh, of this. Oh, I, I make post a Costner elliptic. Into a movie yeah. somehow. <laughs> it's, it's like, a Fuck, JC, it's like JCVD. Yes. Like, it'd be like, you know what I mean? It's Costner, like. He, he gets the whole Costner thing at this point. That would be good. I'm going to do that. It. That's going to be a funnier video. There's like video. a Tin Cup reference. Like oh, Cheech, for sure. Cheech well, wanders like, in. You see the original like script for Tin Cup, which was all about a post-apocalyptic golf <laughs> world. <laughs> like golf battles. Step onto the green. You know what I mean? And there he's fighting people with putters. Cheech was a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I you need a nine iron on these one. I legitimately am going to make that and the Batman, Batman right. parody. I'm glad this night could lead to something. Yeah, it really yeah. has. You we've guys. we've learned a lot. Upward, huh? We have definitely learned a lot. Cruz, uh, so this is your first job and potentially your shittiest? Yeah. Alright. So I we'll guess find that's, out. I guess it's a good way to go into it. Yeah. I think my shittiest, I've had a lot, I've had like maybe 18 retail jobs. Hmm. Okay. I think the worst one was, uh, when I got real into fish for a minute, I wanted to work at the- How pro- long has that minute been, by the way? Uh, Minute's been about a decade plus now, so. <laughs> but when I when I first really got hardcore into it, um, I I worked at a Birkenstock store. There okay. was a Birkenstock store sure. in my town, and I was like, "Well, that makes sense. I love drugs and music. I want to put <laughs> shoes on older women's feet all day long." Uh, wasn't a fun hippie job. Was a shoe salesman job. I, wow, I yeah, was a shoe salesman. Seems very corporate. Yeah. Did Did you guys find though when you left your shitty jobs that you would get kind of like wistful on the last day and be like, "I'm gonna miss the old place." You know no. what I mean? No, no. I'm, yeah. I'm the asshole who pulls the opposite. Every job I've ever left, I've quit mid shift. 
Okay. Where I've been That's like, good. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> even, if, even if it's a job without an apron, you bring in an apron to throw. Yeah. Like, oh, he's got the apron. He's no, going to no, quit today. See, Watch I'm him, not, boys. I'm not even, the exits. I'm, I'm a lot less confrontational than that. I go, I got to go to the bathroom. And then I just, just leave. Just and I just leave and never come back. Yeah, I quit. I've done temp. that at every job I've ever retail worked. I just yeah. quit a temp job by going home after. I, it was like accounting at Barnes & Noble. I went home after like day two of this temp job. And the guy was just like, I can't fucking do this. And I went and called like right after I knew my like temp agent lady would have left for the day. Left her a voicemail. Was just like, oh, I can't do it. It's too much numbers. Bye. And then, <laughs> and then I and then I took a nap and it was like the best nap I've ever had in my entire life. And then I woke up and she had called me back and left a voicemail. She was like, you can't do this. This is unprofessional. And it's like. Every temp in the world has done That's that. Why, why are they yeah. trying to hold on to temps, man? Temps are like water. You gotta let them flow. <laughs> let them feel them flow through your how fingers. How could a temp ever reach? How could the temp ever reach its home in Mother Atlantic if it if it's not allowed to traverse <laughs> traverse this fair land of ours? Uh, I worked as a telemarketer for a while too. How did that go? Whoa, that went not fucking fun at all because I was 15 and what? I was in, I was working the night shift as a telemarketer for what? Yeah. Uh, David Lerner Associates, which is a like a tax like investment company. Okay. And I used to call people up and be like, "Hi, um, would you like to hear about uh, tax free?" And I see I know nothing about this shit either. So it was like real estate investments that are tax free. And you're a 15 year old. You yeah. don't even. I'm have a 15 year old. So yeah, and they wouldn't let me like have a magazine. The like, government wants to tax your bubble gum. <laughs> the government wants money for something or other. Yeah, exactly. Here's ways to not give them as much money, maybe. Right, exactly. I get a commission. Um, I didn't even. But one day I brought in like a Simpsons jigsaw puzzle to do. <laughs> I was just, I was just the loving a 15 year old be like, if you're anything like me, sir, you love Trey Cool from Green Day. Anyway, let's talk about your taxes. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying. One day I brought in a Simpsons jigsaw puzzle because I would sit there for fucking six yeah. hours on the phone and eventually like I would not, I would be like, hey, this is Anakin Skywalker. This is fucking yeah. your mom yeah. calling. They did right. not like that. Okay. I got Anakin in for a while until one day she got savvy. She was like, Anakin's not a nickname, is it? And I was like, "She, yeah, so that didn't work out. But I brought in the Simpsons <laughs> jigsaw puzzle. People were just mad about the spoilers. Probably. I got like halfway into the puzzle and, and – uh she came up from behind me, took it, and like fucking grabbed it from me, Aww. and like and like ruined it. She was like, "You can't do this at the desk." And I was like, "Okay, I have to go to the bathroom now." <laughs> and I just grabbed my shit and walked home, because the place was like maybe half a mile from my house. Yeah, and I had to get, you had to get dressed up for it too. You had to wear a fucking collared shirt what? and slacks at wow. night. At like an eight o'clock at night shift, I fuck uh, yeah. Night slacks, night slacks. <laughs> That's a good Which jazz is album. Good idea. Yeah. From the eighties. Keep that uh, pen going, man. Just write this shit. I down. worked at. I did telemarketing very early on in college. That was one of the many shitty jobs that I've had. And it was actually they would heavily because I went to NYU. They would heavily recruit from NYU, and it was telemarketing for the United Jewish Aid Federation, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, which a lot of kids at NYU did. And but you did not have to be Jewish. It was run entirely by Puerto Rican women in their early 30s. Um, Secret as are most they, Jewish so things. We're raising money for in. Jewish people, for Israel and stuff. Anyway, <laughs> you could make your name more Jewish. It's a good idea. You know what I mean? Did, like, you, did you? Yeah, I was, I was Josh. You were Josh. That's a pretty solid, yeah. like, you know I what I mean? Like, a, it could, you could go either way. That's a, that's a, a bare it's standard a bubble Jewish name. Yeah. Name. yeah it's I'll, a b- bubble Semitic. I'll take it. Um, but, bubble uh, Semitic. I, I only worked one day, which was just half of the, tra- I worked half of the training day, uh, and it was not like the movie Training Day. Although I did do crack. <laughs> um, which is but, why he only worked the half yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Eventually you're like, I gotta get out of here and, and run. Like, King Kong has something on me. See ya, fellas. <laughs> um, and uh, no, but there was this dude. There was this dude that um, I'm gonna quit my. If I ever get another job, that's how I'm quitting. <laughs> I'm saying right now. Bye, gents. Um, no, but uh, there was a dude there who was like, it was all people like kind of. You could wear like 
you could wear street clothes, but there was a dude that very much should have been at that Institute of Music just wearing like the giant headphones. He was like a white yeah. dude who like would be wearing like a XXL Echo t-shirt and he would like be on the phone. And he was like a hot shot. So we had like those headsets. We didn't have to have actual like handsets. You know what I mean? So he'd be like on the phone, like walking around like it was like, like boiler, Gary Glenn like Ross, boiler like, room or yeah, some exactly. shit. Yeah. Like, trying to make the sale. Hey, how you doing? Now, Israel's very important. You know what I mean? And then he would like hang up and be like, boom. I swear to God, I'm quoting him. He goes, boom, getting that Skrilla. <laughs> And I was like, this is tremendous. Wow, and I was like, amazing. I gotta go. Yeah. She was like, you're not staying on with them long enough. You have to like keep them on the phone more. And I was like, okay. Knowing in my head, like, I'm gonna leave after That's this. That's not gonna work. Uh, I've, I've only quit a job on the first day once. It was at a comic book store in Manhattan. Really? St. Mark's Comic. Sure. That's like a little tiny hole tiny in the wall. Tiny little comic book hole store. in the wall. And, uh, I, so they hired me. I, I lived like a block away. I lived on like That sounds Street. like a kind of cherry gig. No? It, I thought it was gonna be too. I was like, oh my god, it's fucking a block from my house. I can yeah. go home and smoke on breaks and shit. I can just read. I can like get stone read comics and like watch fucking hippies on St. Mark's. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I get to the store and I realize like they're like, okay, so this dude's on the register. This dude's helping customers. You're gonna be in the back. And I was like, you mean like a back room? They're like, no, 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 no. We just want you to walk around the store and make sure people don't steal shit. And I was like, can I read a comic? They're like, no. So they wanted me to goon it up. So it was like, but right. it was to other oh, fucking geeks too. It wasn't like <laughs> giant, like scary looking dudes. Like dude from, they Count- wanted you to be a narc. Dude yeah. from Counting Crows walked in and they were like, they fucking motioned like make eyes at him. Mm. And I was like, I've fucking seen his music videos. He's not stealing <laughs> a wonder. It's going to be a real comic. long December for you, yeah. Mr. Duritz. <laughs> Um, so, going away for so, stealing Miracle Man. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, he loves Miracle Man too. Any uh, anything. Uh, um, but so I think like two hours in, I don't even think I pulled the bathroom. Stealing comics for Mr. Jones. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, uh, I don't even think I fucking pulled the bathroom one on that one. I think I was just like, I don't think this is gonna work out. They're like, were you gonna finish out your shift? And I was like. No, hence the me not working. Every store I've ever done that wants with you to finish out the shift. wants me to finish out the shift. And I'm like, homie, I just quit. Do you really want me to be helping your customers? I have no fucking stake in this whatsoever <laughs> yeah. anymore. One guy, and you're like, don't you want to just be a decent human being? And you're like, no. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I, you're totally someone pulled it. I quit Midtown Comics. And the guy goes, you know what, Matt? I'm really disappointed in you. And I said, I don't work here anymore. That doesn't have any bearing. I want to go home now. <laughs> right. I don't want to sell comics anymore. Wow. Yeah, that was a turning point in my Holy life. Holy shit. Turning point in my wow. life, dude. You don't want to sell comics Shave anymore. my beard and here I am. There you go. In a comic book store. Not Every selling comics. Every time you comics. think you're gone. However, if you guys want some comics, I will sell them to you after the show. Just don't tell <laughs> the fine folks here at Nerdist. Nerd melt, Meltdown. Some name. Some, <laughs> some confluence of names. You were a telemarketer too, weren't you? Uh, I worked at... Or a call was, center. Yeah, it was a call center. It was like the number on the back of your debit card, our student loan, our bank account. That was when those were actually still in this country. Yes. And I'm not saying uh, well, that... No, and we were in Indiana, and every time we would say that, they're like, you mean India? And I'm like, no, I wish. That sounds more exciting than Indiana. Every time I call like AT&T at like one in the morning really pissed, and I get on the line, and it's like this incredibly sweet Filipino woman, I am so fascinated by her life that I wind up speaking to her for like 15 fucking minutes. Like every time I'm you with her... You should tele- roll tape on that. I that probably should, podcast. yeah. Me talking to tell That'll be my first podcast on my podcast about what would be a good podcast. All right, that works. <laughs> <laughs> that works. Yeah, okay. Unless you're a dick. I'm not. So then, then you can do it. Yeah. yeah. That's, again, guys, also, I drink, bro. I'm not Main a motivator. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was also the uh, one job I actually got fired from. How'd you really? get fired? What happened? Um, for non-work-related emails after like a year. But it was me, my best friend, and the guy I was dating at the time. We all got fired because we got bought out by a new company, and they just wanted to change the rules. And we had this email from our, our supervisor. It was called the White Trash Barbies of Evansville, and one of them was a she-male Barbie. So we all knew it was coming. Like, Dale like and I got fired. Like a chain letter thing? 
Yeah, yeah, was, but as a supervisor, ours were like inappropriate comments about that uh, documentary Jesus Camp. And we would send the picture of the kid with the mullet. What inappropriate like comments did you make about Jesus? Really, camp? nothing. We would just send oh, the okay. picture of the kid with the mullet, and it was funny. And like, you open your email and we're like that little. See, kid. an inappropriate comment would be like, "I want to fuck that kid with the mullet." <laughs> <laughs> you were just sending pictures from Jesus. I know. People... would be like, "I don't want that kid with the mullet to pay his student loan." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can't do that. We had to find this kid. No. So then we, uh, my boyfriend and I, had gotten fired, and my friend Amber, who got fired as well. Uh, she was on vacation when it started happening. So we're like, when you get back, you were in the emails, you're going to get fired. And she'd just gotten a raise right before she left. So she printed out all the emails from her supervisor and was like, yeah, we're walking here. They're going to fire me. I'd be like, fuck you. Here's this. Put the system on trial. She was like, if yeah. I'm going down, you're all coming with me. Yeah, no, they never did anything. They <laughs> Zombie did apocalypse time. I want to see who survives. They did not even care that like our supervisor was making like jokes about gay people and things that like big corporations are supposed to be really frowned upon. Just because we sent Jesus Camp, kid, we got fired. They love Jesus Camp there in well, yeah, whatever company you work for. That's actually a good for. point. It might have been one of their like cousins or something. Wouldn't that be fucked up if it was his son and he was just like single tear? <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, look, I like a good laugh and everything, but oh. Tommy's had a hard life and he's really trying to find and the Lord. Back to zombies, actually, Please. too. Um, Dale had drawn me a paint uh, paint picture in MS Paint, you know? It was us at a picnic killing zombies. And it said zombie picnic. They printed it off in black and white and then tried to accuse us of being racist. They said, these people are black people that you're shooting. And we're like, no, if it's in color, they're green. And so they tried to say we were racist. And they're like, damn it, we were trying to get you to write the new company (laughs) brochure. I was offering you a gig, not accusing you of anything. Also, also, like... You can pick your racist hat, but green people, black people, it's all the same. We're just people, okay? Like, why couldn't you have drawn them as shades of, of life like things should be? We were going more with decaying flesh colors. Okay. See, and, and you got fired. You mean to tell me you got fired for drawing a picture of you engaging in a zombie fucking massacre at your office That's job? That's how serious I've been taking this for decades. Bureaucracy, man. I'm not saving them. <laughs> You're not saving the bureaucracy? I'm not saving everyone that works in that stupid Colin, that, sounds like, that sounds like the gig, though, man. I think I'm going to try that. I'm going to implement that into the hip-hop scene. Where I'm just going to like work at a call center and call people and be like, hi, I'm calling from the Jewish Collective Service. Hey, you like hip-hop? You like hip-hop? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. very good. That's amazing. Just be like, and then, no, it's a bait and switch. Be like, yeah, I'm calling about, um, well, Israel's a great place to visit, and there's Tel Aviv, and you can go to Haifa and the yeah. beach, and my name is Matt Cruz, and I'm at a call yeah. center. Just start fucking rapping it, and yeah. by a certain point, they're like, I want to go to Israel, and I want to buy your album. I got more fire than a Palestinian Molotov cocktail. <laughs> I believe they call them reason. Palestinian cocktails. What's that? No, no. Molotov cocktails in Palestine, Palestinian cocktails. Palestinian cocktails actually taste like tangerine and watermelon. Little oh. known fact. Wow. <laughs> yeah, very delicious. Cruz, get on that, dude. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm going to start working out. that tomorrow. Or you could do it at trans- uh, the Transformers. You should just be constantly trying to undercut whatever job you're mm-hmm. at. Just try to do the rap thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly. Should I just be rapping at the Transformers? Like You should rap like the safety greed through and all that yeah. shit. You know what I mean? I'll do it. Get girls up to dance with you and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Have Bumblebee as a hype man. What would, how would he do? I don't know. I've never saw the fucking movie. Okay. That's the one Transformer name I know. Well, I'll try it out. Meep, meep, I'm a robot. <laughs> Wasn't there one called Rise of the Fallen? Yeah. Or wait, was it Revenge of the Fallen? It was Dark Side of the Moon. It was Dark Transformers, of the Dark of the Moon. There, then there was Animals. It was all Pink Floyd albums. Anyway. Transformers 3 <laughs> Animals. Wish you were here. <laughs> Sid Barrett. That was before Sid. That was before. Yeah, yeah. The Sid Barrett Transformers just in his room, <laughs> shaving his head, writing weird fucking solo shit. <laughs> Transform, I love you, honey, love you. All right, sorry. My no destiny is to be super sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, emo transformers. 
That's write, a write meme. it down. Write it down. It memes itself. We're getting a lot of shit done tonight, guys. So we what really it, are. Uh, Cruz, so congratulations on the job, dude. Thank you. We look forward to that. Uh, thank you for fucking, look at that, man. In a year, in one year, you went from a, a fan yeah. of the network to someone who hates the fucking network. Yeah. So congratulations. Thank You're you. Sitting in the highest chair. Yeah. <laughs> I you, do, dude. I was going to say. We are, we are here to roast you, sir. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Look at this. I feel more like a, like a, like a little dummy. We are your deus. Oh, like we're all three operating. Yeah, you're all working some weird like, yeah. kind of like fucking. Yeah. Labyrinth of strings and shit. Yeah, I feel like the guy at the swing co- club would have been like, "Stick around, you can ventriloquist some dude." Yeah, <laughs> I mean that dude was. There was a lot of weird. Like, hey man, if, if you're here at three o'clock, we break we break out the body glitter and the peanut butter sandwiches. Really? Like, it was just a lot. It was a weird vibe from that guy. No, no it was also like, homie. I think they were fluffy. These others. tickets weren't free. There's no one in here. Yeah. Right? Why would like you do that? To get in. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. It was ki- it was kind of annoying. I was like, look, buddy, either I'm having sex with you or you're giving me my fucking money back. <laughs> Someone's swinging here. And he's like, God damn it, finally. Yeah. <laughs> it finally worked. Uh, but Cruz, congrats, dude, and I want to thank you. And, uh, thank you. if you don't know, Matt Cruz is on Smid Night every Saturday night with me on smogass.com. Cruz, where else can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, Twitter at CraftyCruz, CraftyCruz.com coming. Okay, where you have a mixtape. Yeah. Which, which is really awesome. Thank dude, you. give out, like, just for a second here. Also, meeting you a year ago as just a dude who came to the theater. What shows do you have music on or have you had music on at this uh, point? Give us the list of I'm podcasts. like the podcast rapper now. Give man. us the podcast roster of the shows you've had music on. Uh, Jay and Bob, Get Old, uh, Let Us Act, like a bunch of smod ones. And like, I've done a couple, like, little ones that you'll pop. I just pop up random places. You popsicles. get up on this. You did yeah, get up on this. Popsicles. Uh, you did some stuff for, uh, you, can you talk about the other stuff yet? Mm, no. No. Well, you do, okay, but you're doing <laughs> some. You did some music for something very cool that people will be here about yeah, soon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will. I can talk about one part of it for the Smotimations. That's the what cartoons I'm online. About. Yeah. The cartoons online. You can see there's music, and there may be more cartoons. Cruz had lent some rap music to the yeah. uh, Smotcast animations online and Smotcast.com, and like yeah. he said, there more be, might be more coming. Might be more. Uh, now, what podcast do you have beef with? Podcast like I have the East Coast podcasts. Uh, I'm looking for a, the Jewish tax collection podcast. <laughs> okay, <All right. laughs> they have one. Like all those people used to work yeah. with, they were like, "Fuck it, podcast one day." You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't that be great if every job you used to have, they all became a podcast? Like, er, like uh, every circle of life of people you knew, they all do a podcast. I now. think we're gonna find out that, like, scientists are gonna be like the smallest grain that you can break existence down to, like below a quark, is a podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> We are dark matter. Uh, where can we find you online, dude? And you got you got a bunch. Of, you do a bunch of shows in L.A. I do uh, every Saturday night. Place. I do a show uh, with uh, that I co-host with Eliza Skinner at a place called the Little Modern uh, Theater, uh, which is on sixty. I think sixty four seventy six Santa Monica Boulevard. Magic it's bag. Every every it's a stand up show. It's every Saturday night at uh, uh, nine thirty p.m. And I do a show called Shitty Jobs at UCB on Sunday nights uh, at eleven. Um, and I'm around doing stand-up, and I'm at, at DC Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N, on Twitter, dcpearson.tumblr.com, everything. He's got a lot of stuff, and you see him at a bar, buy him a drink, because he ain't no fucking dick. Um, the, <laughs> and funny thing about the magic bag is you guys started off at the Smodcastle, at Smodcastle. and now you're a door down from the Smodcastle. That's right, exactly. It everything all comes, comes back, back around, it really does. It really did hit Once we start selling comic books out of there, everything will become everything. <laughs> yeah. And I'll come in and quit mid-shift. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, you don't even work here. I know, it's so easy. <laughs> Misty, you got a bunch of stuff on the interwebs, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can go to meowmissydon.com, same as Twitter. And you can go to my YouTube channel, which is user Misty Dawn and see Matt Misty Have No Friends. We have a show called Matt and Misty Have No Friends, which is very true, and it gets progressively more so each week. Um, over at YouTube, it goes up every Monday. Yeah, every Monday. Check that out. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming on with Machinima. We also want to thank... Uh, fine folks from Machinima, Mr. Matt Perez, shout out. Hey, man. For coming down and being with us tonight and filming a little bit for the website. Uh, Machinimas are good peoples. I don't know if you guys ever get the chance to go to the Machinima offices. It is Willy Wonka's fucking factory with Nerf guns and Xboxes. All right, or a brainasium. See, I like to go Discovery Zone because uh. I'm a little bit older and a little bit more East Coast. But, uh, Machinima, <laughs> Machinima's good times. I want to thank, um, everyone here at Nerdist and Nerdmelt and, uh, Meltdown Comics. For letting us put on this great show, Emily and Mo and and DC for coming down, dude. Thanks for having Hope me. Sat in a pinch. Jesse for for calling. Every time I try to incorporate Jesse, it just goes so bad, which I love. I love it. Uh, so Jesse Rivers for calling in. You can check me out on Twitter at CamelToad, CamelToadProductions.com. We're updating daily YouTube, CamelToad Productions, and um, again, bagged and boarded every week Saturday on Smockcast.com and iTunes. Smith Night every Saturday night. I also mm-hmm. produce uh. Some shows like More Stories with Jay Moore, Team Jack, all on iTunes. Check it out, guys. Batman is copyright me as of this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> we got that. that other one that I thought of. Everything he thought of. Just go back and listen to whatever came out of his mouth. Don't even try it, guys. Yeah. Um, and also, have a drink. Don't be a dick. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been Bagged and Boarded. It's been real. What? Bye, guys. Bagged and Boarded. Watch lots of movies, get mad ladies, smoke mad doobies. Begging boarded, it's the way in life. Tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your hoe, tell your wife. Coming at you on a weekly basis, kicking up pot for your sexy faces. Who's the two free kids you want to bone? In the secret podcast bunker all alone. On the internet, we be the top crooks. We got issues and we owe me funny books. Homie Jimmy Moore and the dinos are chilling. Me and JR, we got the top billing. Sit down, relax, and yo, and take a seat. Get ready for the top podcast, do all the grief. Others spit loud, but I can spit faster. I'm Mac Cohen. And I'm the Jew master. I got everything you could possibly want in it. An hour of bus and a Brento minute. I'm a little laid back and he's making a maniacal. We just talking shit. Who said the show was viable? Walking in the door, smoking bad Jimmy Moore. The listening from Alabama, all the way to Singapore. We're just two weeks and that's the topic of discussion. Eddie's on the slopes, on the green, on nothing. Quick stop and I told you, storming like a typhoon. It's not right, it's wrong. It's taking lots of bonkers. We're teaching every show, everyone celebrates. Cause we got comics, movies, and a little penetration. I regret every episode as soon as it's recorded. Cause I'm down to earth and that is out of orbit. We're not quite right. Our thoughts are distorted, so now we present to you another bag of boards. Bagged and boarded, 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 bagged and boarded. Yeah! Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.